Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hey, I'm Ryan Mallory, and this is my Swing Trading the Stock Market podcast. I'm here to teach you how to trade in a complex, ever-changing world of finance. Learn what it means to trade profitably and consistently, managing risk, avoiding the pitfalls of trading, and most importantly, to let those winners run wild. You can succeed at the stock market, and I'm ready to show you how. Hey, everybody. This is Ryan Mallory with Swing Trading the Stock Market, and I'm not doing an email today. Instead, I'm just going to talk to you about the Dogecoin rally. It's pretty crazy, right? I mean, it has really taken the market by storm. And a lot of people are just like excited as can be about it. It's a stock market. You're starting to see a little bit of a correlation where when the big rallies happen in the cryptocurrencies, the stock market suffers. I mean, it's got the attention of everybody. And a lot of people now are, you know, calling me, texting me, and they're saying, Ryan, do I get into this thing? What what do I do? It's like, that's all people are talking about. I wish we could get back to the stocks. I really like talking about stocks. But it does require a little bit of attention here and, and worth dedicating an episode to. So that's what I'm doing with this episode here today. As for my bourbon of choice, I'm actually not quite in just a bourbon mood tonight. So what I went with is my good old trusty old fashioned. Now, every once in a while, if you've been listening to this show for any time, every once in a while I'll throw in a old fashioned. I won't just go with a, a new bourbon. And I make a good old fashioned and it's come through a lot of trial and error. So I'll give you guys the recipe real quick. And it's a 10 out of 10. It's the only thing I've ever rated a 10. It's a 10. But I use Knob Creek 9-year. If you want to kick it up a little bit, go with Old Granddad 114, which is what I'm actually using here. But typically, my recipe is Knob Creek 9-year. Then I put in six dashes of the Angeristic Bitters, two dashes of the Orange Bitters, and then three-eighths of an ounce of simple syrup. Now, how do you make simple syrup? It's just like, one part sugar, one part water. Put it on the stove, heat it up, mix it up till it's a nice simple syrup. So put that in there and then I put two ounces of bourbon. Again, if you want a strong one, you go with 114 Old Granddad or you go with the Nine Year Knob Creek. Both of them are solid choices. And then put a nice cherry. Don't go to like a grocery store and get like the generic knockoff cherries. Go get something that you're going to spend like $15, $20 on. There's some really good cherries out there. And then make sure to like peel a nice little slice of the orange peel off, express it, meaning you like squeeze that orange peel over the drink, rub the rim, and you got yourself a good old fashioned. Again, it's 10 out of 10. It's a solid, solid old fashioned. But back to this Dogecoin rally. For those who don't know much about Dogecoin, it actually started off as a joke. Two guys, they started it up thinking that it would just be a joke against all these crazy cryptos that were coming onto the scene trying to gain legitimacy with bitcoin and all of a sudden they find themselves in the middle of the bitcoin universe now with a coin that is based off of a dog meme go figure right and now this thing has gone from less than a penny up to 64 cents a coin as of this podcast here i'm watching it real time here it's pretty crazy and people are fascinated by this 
One of the reasons why I would be shocked if it goes all that much higher is because some of the dumbest people I know, and I know I'm coming across really snooty saying this, but you know how we all have those people in our lives where we think, these people are idiots. They're just idiots. You might like them. You might even love them. They might even be family, but you know that they're an idiot. Well, I got a couple of those in my life, and I'm telling you, these people are about as dumb as it gets, and I'm not talking about like intellectually dumb. I'm talking about they're lazy, they're always looking for a free ride, and they just don't do nothing with their lives. Lo and behold, getting a phone call from these people. And they say, hey, I want to buy some Doge stock. Should I buy it? It's like, well, I didn't know Doge was a stock. So that tells you right off the bat, people are buying this stuff. They actually think it's a stock. It's a currency. It's a cryptocurrency. And it trades against the U.S. dollar. Here are these people. They, They think they're buying a stock. And they're getting into it. It's like, I got a couple hundred dollars. I'm going to get into it. What do you think? I was like, I'm not even getting involved in this. Because here's the reason why I don't want to get involved. If I tell them, yeah, go buy it, and it doesn't work out, it's my fault. If I tell them, don't buy it, and it keeps going to infinity and beyond, it's my fault. So I'm not getting involved in that. But here's the thing. People are doing that right now. They're all jumping in. Let me tell you, there's people buying at over 60 cents a Dogecoin right now. Why? Because they think that they're missing out. The whole fear of missing out is such a crazy emotion, and I've never seen it played out as much as I have over the last year and a half. Since COVID started, man, everybody has this crazy, crazy fear that they're missing out on everything. It's GameStop one day, it's AMC the next day, it's BlackBerry, now it's Bitcoin, then it goes on to Dogecoin. And you read these message boards, and these people are psyched out of their minds, and everybody thinks that there's just going to be tons and tons of tons of millionaires that are made out of this. And that's simply not going to happen. Now, that doesn't mean that there's not going to be millionaires that are made out of this. Of course, there already is millionaires that's been made out of it. But the large majority are going to lose. The stock market needs the large majority of people to lose when it comes to trading. They can't all be successful. Case in point, let's say somebody bought this thing at one cent per coin. And let's look a little ways down the road. And let's say it goes up to a dollar per crypto coin. So the guy who bought it at one penny, he's now trying to liquidate at one dollar. Who do you think he's selling to in this situation? Do you think he's just getting out? That's what a lot of people think. They think that when you get out, you're just getting out. They don't realize that when you're getting out, you're actually selling it to somebody who's willing to buy it at the same price. And you want to know what's crazy is the person who's buying it at that same price thinks that they're making a prudent decision just as much as the person who's selling it a dollar thinks that they're making a prudent decision. When people are buying a stock, when people are buying a crypto coin, they don't realize is that somebody doesn't want to be in it any longer. and They're willing to sell you their shares or their coins to you. So you got two people involved in every trade and both people think they're making a prudent decision here. But back to this guy, he buys it. And I'm giving you a hypothetical here. Okay. The guy who buys it at one penny and he sells it at a dollar and it's not even at a dollar yet, but let's just say it gets to a dollar. We're trying to keep the math simple here. If this guy put a thousand dollars in at one penny and he's selling it at a dollar, He's now got about $100,000 in his account, and he's liquidating it. Well, when he liquidates it, he's liquidating it to a whole bunch of sellers, likely. And you got Johnny here who's buying $200 worth of those coins, and you got Mary Sue buying $500 worth, and you got Jim Bob buying $400 worth, and maybe you got another guy buying $2,000 worth and another that's buying $1,000. You get the point. There's a lot of people that are having to fill that order in order to sell that $100,000. Maybe it's somebody who invested $10,000 at one penny. Now he's selling it for a million. It's the same concept. It's a lot of people that are probably getting involved in liquidating his position. Now he's coming out a winner, but 
this guy who now is trying to liquidate $100,000, he might have one or 200 people involved in that transaction. And guess what? Let's say Dogecoin never gets over a dollar and it sells off, goes back to 50 cents. What happened? He just created 200 bag holders, 200. So that one guy made a lot of money, but there was about 200 people that lost 50% on their trade. You follow me here? What I'm trying to tell you is, is that more people will lose off of Dogecoin than what makes money. But if you go on to StockTwits, and it's pretty impressive, the enthusiasm is out of control. Now, I'm going to read you a couple of them. One guy says, and his name's McCook. No sellers, lots of buyers, that simple. Efrain16 says, back it up. Marcosis says, what do y'all think is going to happen on Saturday? Risk it all 76 says, bleeping paper hands. OTC Empress says, hey, y'all, rich mofos holding Doge for a year. Luke937 says, Dogecoin, this is now a long-term buy. Wow. Short Trade says, <laughs> ironically, I can't believe this is happening. And he's actually bullish on it. I could go on and on and on about these things. And I'm just pulling it up on my phone. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. People are absolutely bonkers about it, and they're really pumped. But what they don't realize is that most of them are going to lose. Some of them will get rich, and I'm happy for them, but most of them are going to lose. What you don't want to be is one of those people that lose. I'm telling you, there's some idiots that are piling into it right now because they feel like there's a free ride out there, and they're not getting any of that action. And I'll be remiss if I didn't tell you that I have been tempted to go open up an account and buy myself some Dogecoin because there's this inner feeling. And I know that, like, the manner in which I trade and everything, I eliminate the emotions quite a bit, but it doesn't mean that I'm immune from emotions. I look at Dogecoin going, I'm like, man, am I missing the boat on this one? Should I go ahead and just buy it? It's at 64 cents. Maybe it will go up to a dollar. Maybe it'll go up to $2. Now people are already talking about $3. They haven't got to a dollar yet, and they're already talking about $3. But I also know, too, that kind of thinking, that's coming straight from emotions, the fear of missing out. And I've done this a long time and I've kind of tapped into my inner self where I know what those feelings are that I'm feeling, that I know not to necessarily react to those feelings. And that's a big thing. No matter how good of a trader you become in life, you're not going to completely eliminate emotions and feelings in your trading. But it's important to be able to recognize what those feelings are and how they can be a hindrance to your overall ability to trade successfully over the long term. The Dogecoin rally right now reminds me of a video game that I played back in the 90s. It's called Lemmings. I think it was like this little handheld Sega Genesis thing that I would play. Got it for Christmas one year. And the whole premise of the game is to guide a bunch of these lemmings. And lemmings are like these things that follow each other. So it's like that old saying where your mom would tell you, it's like, if everybody jumped off a bridge, would you jump off a bridge? Well, lemmings will jump off the bridge. So this little video game, you're trying to get them from point A to point B safely. And there's all these obstacles in the way. And there's all these things that you got to figure out what to do and what you want them to be able to do to make them get there from point A to point B without sacrificing any of these lemmings. But they all follow each other. If one does one thing, they're all going to follow what that one lemming does ahead of them. Same thing like I'm <laughs> going from one extreme to the other. You leave the video game world and you go into the fishing world. When you're fishing for mahi over here in Florida, you get into a school of mahi, you catch one, you leave them on the line, and they'll all keep following that one dolphin. 
you'll just keep catching more and more dolphin. And you can come away sometimes with 200 dolphin in your boat. It's crazy. The same mentality with the dolphins and the same mentality with these video game lemmings is what you're seeing right now in Dogecoin. People are getting into it because they're seeing everybody else getting into it. People are talking about it on social media, on their Facebook, on their Twitter, on their Insta accounts. I know one guy that's posting a chart probably like every hour about Dogecoin. And their confidence isn't necessarily even in the coin. It's just in the hype. It's in the fact that Elon Musk tweets about it. Some people are basing their analysis on it off of the fact that Elon Musk is going to be hosting Saturday Night Live in a few days. But here's the thing that I would tell you guys. No government has ever conceded control over their currency to the private market. And Bitcoin, Dogecoin, whatever coin you want to look at, it's all in the private sector. And the Federal Reserve, the U.S. Treasury, they're not going to concede to them. So what did, what did you hear over the past couple of weeks? Janet Yellen, she dropped a bomb and it caused quite the panic sell as a result. But she says, we may tax the crypto gains all the way up to 80%. Now, should we be worried about that? Yeah, you should, because you know what? She's firing a shot across the bow. And that's not something to raise revenue with. They're not trying to raise revenue, though they would get revenue if they did that. They're trying to destroy it. They're trying to stop it. And yes, you can regulate something into oblivion. And if they want to go tax that 80%, crypto's not going anywhere. And let's not forget about the volatility that comes with Dogecoin and Bitcoin. It was just a few years ago, we saw Bitcoin go all the way up to $19,000 and come all the way back down to $3,000. So is there the potential that Bitcoin could go from being over $50,000 back down to five dollars or $6,000? Yeah, there really is. Dogecoin just a couple of weeks ago saw a move all the way up to 28 cents and come all the way back down to 15 cents. That's a 47% move in just a couple of days. The volatility is extreme in that. Now, the people who are getting into it, they don't care about risk. They don't care about it at all. If they're wrong, they're just hoping that it comes back. They're not living to trade another day. This is their trade. And on the outside, it sounds admirable. It's like, oh man, this person's putting everything he's got into it. He should be admired. No, he's being an idiot because he needs to be practicing risk management. And Practicing risk in something that's trading 24-7, seven days a week, for one, you can't watch it the whole time because you've got to rest. At some point, you're going to have to rest. So you have to use stop losses, but most people are not using stop losses. But then you're getting these wild swings where it can swing like 50%. So you also risk the chance that you're going to lose a lot of money. Now, the people who are also talking about, oh, look at this huge percentage again. I'm up 1,000% on crypto right now. They only may be putting in 50 bucks. So yeah, you made 100% on Dogecoin this past week. Congrats. You just increase your account from $50 to $100. But the people who have a lot of capital and are trading with money that's very, very meaningful to them, like if it doesn't work out for me and I crash my account, I may not be able to pay the mortgage. They're not probably going to be putting big positions on things like Dogecoin. But what is good value? I would probably say swingtradingthestockmarket.com, the patron site that goes along with this podcast. With it, you're going to get updates each week on the S&P 500, the Russell 250 thousand and the nasdaq 100 plus you can get multiple updates to my watch list each week and multiple charts each day of the most intriguing stocks that i come across along with my daily setups that i'm following each and every morning so check that out swingtradingthestockmarket.com and to summarize this podcast episode i would tell you don't get caught up in the dogecoin phenomenon Remember, these people, they're going into it. A lot of them are going into it with very small dollar amounts. And that not trying to insult people who trade with smaller dollar amounts. But there's not a lot of risk to it when you are. So yes, you can endure a 40 or 50% price swing. 
when you're trading 50 or $100 because the long-term negative impact that that's going to have if you're wrong isn't going to hurt you too much. People are chasing. They're like lemmings. They're like the dolphin that you catch out here in Florida when you get into a school when they start following each other and they're going to do what the other person's doing. And as a result, when the worst things happen, their emotions are ruling. They're in it because they feel like they're missing out. And they're looking at these message boards where everybody's telling them that they're going to colonize Mars and they're going to go straight to the moon with Dogecoin. And they believe it because the worst thing that they could be is wrong. There's no risk management with most people that are trading Dogecoin right now. And if they are, it's very difficult to manage it with any real precision because the swings are so freaking wild. So that's going to do it for this episode. I'd encourage you to leave a five-star review if you can on the Apple Podcast platform or whatever a podcast platform that it is that you are listening to me on. It helps me continue to grow this channel. It helps me to continue to grow this channel and to provide you with great content every week. And make sure if you have any questions, and I'll get back to it in my next episode about stock trade, be sure to send those questions to me, brian at shareplanner.com. Thank you guys and God bless. Thanks for listening to my podcast, Swing Trading the Stock Market. I'd like to encourage you to join me in the SharePointer Trading Block, where I navigate the stock market each day with traders from around the world. With your membership, you will get a seven-day trial and access to my trading room, including alerts via text, email, and WhatsApp. So go ahead, sign up by going to shareplanner.com slash trading block. That's www.shareplanner.com slash trading block. And follow me on SharePlanner's Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook, where I provide unique market and trading information every day. If you have any questions, please feel free to email me at brian at shareplanner.com. All the best to you, and I look forward to trading with you soon.